Okay, Boker Tov, Shavua Tov to everybody. Today's staff is Daf Chofches in Erevin. <clears throat> the end of the discussion on Chavzayin Mabez was about the Klal Pradu Klal, from which we learn that what things are you allowed to uh, buy Meiser Shani with? In other words, Meiser Shani money that you, that you redeemed wherever you were in Tel Aviv or Haifa, and you brought that money to Shalim. What were you allowed? What kind of foods were you allowed to buy uh, with that money? So we had a difference of opinion, even if you hold this Klalapradu Klal, not like, not like the opinions of Rabelezer ben Gadush, or Rabbi ben Gadush and Rabelezer, that it's a, it's, that Darshan Ribu Yemir and therefore they're, they're, they, uh, they are Marba more, and they include, they say you could even buy fish, right? Even you could even buy fish, the Machlokas was, can you, uh, do you, do you exclude only salt? But you can buy, let's say, brine, or do you exclude brine also? That was their discussion when you learn Rebbe Meir. But, but uh, everybody, both of those rabbis maintain that you can buy fish. The other shita is, is, the, is the question that you learn from Klal Pradokal. And how do you learn that Klal Pradokal? Do you say the Klal Pradokal teaches you you can only buy something which is pre-me-pre, that it's something that grows from another fruit from something else, which would mean even... Uh, plants that grow from seeds, or uh, an animal, obviously an animal that comes from, from parents, or and Gedula Karka, they have to uh, get their nourishment from the ground. That's one way to learn. In other words, it's got to be something like that. Anything which is, anything which is pre-pre-Gedula Karka is included here too, and that Lahar would include also uh, fish, because fish are grown from parents, and they get their nourishment is considered to be from the ground. That's this opinion that we're dealing with now, that their nourishment comes in from the ground. And the other opinion is, no, we exclude the fish. Why? Because it also has to be, it also has to be Vlad Vlados Haaretz, that it has to have been created. In my sobriety, had to be created from the ground. And the fish were not created from the ground, they were created from the water. So that's where we that's where we're up to not the end of Chavzayinam at Bays, that discussion. What is the Klal Prat in the Klal Prat of Klal? Uh, what's the Klal Nasata Kesa? Bachol Ashirtan Vishha, the Prat, Babakritson Yayana Shekhar, and then the Klal again of Khal Shetra So we have a Klal Prat Kal, but there's two ways to learn. We'll get to that in a couple a few minutes. But the first thing Mora says, how could Abai have given an answer and said the Nafkamina between these two ways to learn the Klal Prat and Klal is regarding fish? In other words, one says that the fish does grow from, is, uh, it does get its nourishment from the ground. Did they, does Abai really say that they get their nourishment from the ground? We're not talking about where they created. Everybody agrees they weren't created from the earth. But the question is, do they get their nourishment? Abai says at the top, if you eat a kind of a, a crawling, uh, a sheritz, it's like a crawling uh, animal, uh, this is a this is a kind of a sheritz of water. If you eat patisa, you get four malchus loka arba. Why? Because the, there's various sukkim regarding shrotzim that you can't eat. There are various uh, prohibitions not to eat shrotzim. Some refer to sheritz in the mayim, and patisa is one of those two. There's two at least two lavim there. Then there's other lavim for shrotzim in general, and then there's other lavim for shrotzim of haaretz that crawl on the ground. So it says patisa, you get four. Two for the general ones that apply to all kinds of shrotsmen, and two for the ones that refer to mine, because two of them specifically are for sheretz out mayim. Namal, if you eat an ant, loka chamesh, you get five, 
right? Because that, uh, that also is, crawls on the ground, and therefore you get the three from the ground. There, there are three that are on the ground, and two in general, that's five. Tzira, which is a, a hornet, is also is, uh, is Sheretz Oaf, Locus Sheish, because you get the two general ones, the two that are on the three that are on the ground, and the one that's uh, that's uh, uh, for sheretz oaf. The emisa, if you say that what that potisa is also something that gets its nourishment on the ground, then it would also be it would also be one on the ground, and therefore potisa shouldn't just get four. The emisa potisa nami lilke mishum sheretz asheretz alaretz. It also if it crawls on the ground, it gets its nourishment from there, and therefore should have not a total of four, but a total of seven. Because you should have the three from the ground, the two from the uh, the two that are in the water, because it's also sheretzamayim, and then the two general ones. So you should have a total of seven. And so therefore, the fact that we say petisa, which is a sheretzamayim, uh, uh, only has four lavim involved, that shows you that this kind that the fish doesn't get its nourishment from the ground. Elam Ravina Ophasikman. Everybody agrees in us in the Klal Paru Klal. Not Rab Yudab and Gadish and Rab Lazar who learned from Ribuimit, they would say that you could buy fish with your Kesef Maisushani. The issue over here only is is uh, is they say you could buy fish, and what's the exclusion? They, they say you could definitely buy fish. Exclusion is seer or mayamelech. But according, if you learn that it's based on a cloud protocol, we want to say, depending on how you learn the cloud protocol, which we'll describe in more in detail in a minute, it depends, that, that would determine whether you could buy uh, fish with it or not. The one who says, what, that it's, uh, that it's prima pre and kedula karka, lechora, you could buy fish. The other one says, no, it had, God, had, God must have created it from the ground in order for you to be able to buy it, because it has to be Vlad Vlade Karka also, and therefore fish wasn't created from the ground. But can you even have such an opinion, and like the first opinion say, the first of the rabbis and say, you could buy fish, why? Because it gets its nourishment from the ground. Here you see it doesn't get its nourishment from the ground, otherwise Putisa would be high of seven Malkos. Ella, therefore we say, Ella Ravina, in the fourth line on Chavches and Alpha, Ravina, Ova Sikimanayu. Can you eat with it birds? Why? The Mandam are Prim Pivilakarka, Haninamilakarka. If you say it's a fruit from a fruit, meaning it grows from parents and it's Gulakarka, it gets its nourishment on the ground. Of course, you can buy the you can buy uh, um, birds. The mandam of Vlad Vlados Haaris. If you say it has to be created from the earth, honey ofus men are recognized. They were created from the alluvial mud, like the the it wasn't right from the ground. Alluvial mud is like the stuff, the mud that grows up from the ocean, comes up from the ocean. So the birds he yells wasn't actually created from the earth. It was created from the mud in the ocean. Therefore, the birds would be excluded. Now, this nafkamina, but if you hold that birds could be bought with, which is a big thing. Can you buy chicken? You come, you can buy Sushani, you want to come to Shalim. Can you buy chicken with your, with your, with your uh, my Sushani money? What's it based on? How do you understand? If they both learn from Klal, Prado, Klal, and it's the same Pusik, how do they differ? Mandamar be Ophus, the one who says you could buy birds with your Kesef, my Sushani, meaning he says you have to have Primi Pri and it has to get its nourishment from the ground. My tummy, what's his reasoning? It's the same call, part of call, it's the same posik. Manda Maidav is the one who excludes birds. What's his reasoning? Manda Maidav is the one who includes, includes birds, Xavar, Klala Basra Dafka. In other words, here's the rules. If you say the Yugamamidas, you know, you say there's Klala Prat. If you only have a Klala Prat, the rule is Ain Bechal Mashaba Prat, nothing more. That exact thing in the Prat, nothing more. If you have Prado Klal, then the Klal adds on to the Prat. Now, when we have a Klalu Prado Klal, we, mix, we merge the two things together. So he says, when you have a cloud, proto cloud, the key is the last part. 
Ksavaklalabasradafka, meaning prat the klau nasa klau moslevish. Look at look at the part look at the second part. You have klau pratika. Look at the last two thirds of it. Prat uklau. Oh, we add on more. So we add on much more. But the first part, klau uprat, which limits it, that limits it a little bit. So the key is we add on more and we have a little bit of a limitation at the beginning. Therefore, so we have for the first, the first klal, which limits it, says, okay, yes, the prado klal is the, is the main part. We add on more, but we limit it. How much do we limit it? That it's got to be the same in two aspects. What does it mean in two aspects? That it's got to be pre u pre, pre me pre, and kedule karka. It's got to be a pre from a pre. It's got to come from a parent, whether it's an animal getting from its, uh, from its parents or uh, a plant that grows out of seeds that's coming from a parent, and it's got to have nourishment from the ground. So, okay, so we limit the fish because fish fish is only in one aspect, we just said. Fish is only in one aspect that it comes from its parent, but it doesn't get its nourishment from the ground, as we saw in the case of the putisa. Otherwise, the putisa would have been chayv seven malchus. So therefore, what are the two sides? The two sides is only similar if it's similar to, it's similar in two aspects. What does it mean similar in two aspects? Because the, the what's the prat here? The prat was the bakar, vatzon, the yayin v'sheichar. In those cases, they are both 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 aspects, pre pre and kedule karka, that's nourishment from the ground, and therefore the birds would be included there too because the birds get their nourishment from the ground and are pre pre, even though they weren't originally created in mycebraceous from the ground. Manda Mamaidov is the one who excludes birds and says you may not use your kesef meiser sheni money to buy birds. Look at the main part. Klalu prat. That's the first part. That's the main part. Klalu prat, which means Call prat, mashra prat. That's it. Only bakar, vatzon, the yain, v'sheichar. Only those things. Hani ain't me nothing else. Ah, but then we have another call at the end. Bechol asher tava nafshecha. Anything that your heart desires. That ends more. Then it's got to, in other words, since the main part is that it's limiting to bakar, vatzon, the yain, v'sheichar, then the last call adds on a little bit more. But then it's got to be very similar to Bakr, Tsonya, and Shechar in what as in all three aspects. Number one, pre me pre, it's got to grow from parents. Number two, it's got to get its nourishment from the ground. And number three, it had it been created mycebraceous from the ground, which is like the Bakr, Tsonya, the Ayin, the Shechar. And that's, that's the machlok. So they're basically taking the same Kalal protocol, but they darshan it differently. They say, when you have Kalal protocol, do you look at the protocol part first? the second part, and you add on more, and then you just have a little bit of a limitation. Or do you say the first part's the main part? Klal prat, ein b'chal prat, that and nothing more. Ah, then you have the last klal, adds a little bit more, but it's got to be very similar, only adding a little bit, it's got to be very similar to the prat in all three aspects. Okay, that's as far as this really discussion on Amid Beis here and, and beginning of Chav Chesimov is really just about Meiser, not about Ervin. Now we come back to Ervin. Amar Biyur Mishmed Rav Shmuel. Bar Shilat, Mishmei Darav, Ma'arvin Bifa, Puin, Ubechagulus, Ubechagulus. Remember, we said we're, this, this, this parak is dealing with, the, you know, you have to put out food for the Erev or for the Shituf in the case of a Mavui. What food is, we'll see later on, it's got to be enough food for two meals. So you should actually have, you know, that's what you need for Shabbos, whether we're talking about the Ervin of uh, some of we said before, not only the Erev of, of, um, of Erev, which refers to being able to eat in a Chatzer or being able to carry in a chatzer or in a mavi, but also the air of tchumen. It's got to have a meal, uh, two meals, uh, enough for two meals. But what's a meal? 
Can you make a meal with these items? So he says, Rav says you can make an erev with fapun as a kind of a cress. Fachagulas is uh, they call uh, they call that uh, purslane. Uvagigonius is a type of a clover. So you can make those are considered foods. but you can't use chaziz, which is they translate as lichen or or a, a green grain, meaning it's not a really it's not very ripe. Velokafronis it's also unripe dates. You can't use those stuff which isn't so ripe. That's not considered a food. Says the Gemara. Now, now we're going to deal with these kinds of foods. If Gagonius me Marvin, can you make an air? You said you could make an air with these kinds of clover. If you have a lot of kids already, you can eat that stuff. But if you don't have kids, don't eat that because it doesn't help create the sperm. It it it, it stuns the sperm. Uh, if you don't have children yet, or if you have very few children, don't eat that stuff because it won't increase your sperm. So what do you see? that it's not a very good food, right? In fact, it's injurious. If it's hardened to the point where the stalks are hardened now so that the, uh, the uh, plant itself has ripened, then it's, it's bad even, even if it's fully ripened, you really shouldn't eat it. So how can you say that that's a food, that you can make an air with it? It's basically, it's an injurious. It says, We're speaking about where it wasn't hardened yet. We're speaking about if you have kids already. If you have kids already, it's a, it might be a delicacy. It's a good food, but just it happens to be that it uh, that it stunts the sper- the sperm growth. So he says that's one answer. It could even be good for people. You could even use it as an heir for people who don't have children yet and need to, need for their sperm to be increased. The because it's roy for other people. In other words. You can use it as a food even though you shouldn't eat it or you couldn't eat it. Milotan, didn't we learn the case of Marvin and Nazar? In our mission, we said you can make an air for Nazar with wine even though he can't drink the wine. Or Yisrael Batruma, and you can make for Yisrael with the Truma even though the Yisrael can't eat the Truma, only Cohen can, right? And even though, even though, um, right? So even, even though you can't eat it yourself, even though you can't eat it, you can meal. Sometimes, I give an example, you prepare a meal. And you can't eat certain foods, you're allergic, whatever, but you prepare the food because other, uh, your guests will eat that. So, so that could be, any, even though it's not good for you, but it is a food, it just not, may, may not be good for people who need uh, sperm. When Rav said that the gudgonios are considered a food and that uh, you can make an error, the kim Rav Bandukuki Medoi from meat, it was median. Uh, median clover, that, from that particular locale, that was a special one. In other words, even if you say that regular gagonios are not considered a food, he was speaking about the kind, the kind from Madai, which were very good. What about chaziz? Chaziz low? Now we said that chaziz, which is like lichen or it's like an unripe, it's not fully ripe, it's very green, greenish, you can't make an ever amravira amarav, kashus, hops, uh, these are like hops, or also it's a kind of a crest, the chaziz, Ma'arvin you could make an air, you make a barpidam, which sounds like they are fully ripened and they're okay. So Lokasha. Hamakamidasarav the bubble. Rav Rav forbade it. When Rav said that you don't make it, these were both said by Rav, right? When he said you don't use chazis, that's before he came down to Bubble. And where he lived in Eretz Israel, they didn't eat that. When he came down to Bubble and he saw people eat it, they did then he did allow it. The question is among the fortune whether he only allowed it in Bubble or he allowed it elsewhere, but the question is, are, are, so that's a question about whether, where, for how far he was moderate. But when he came to Bavel, he saw people ate it, so he says, you could make an air with that. He says, well, above a lot of many times you have that in one locality, because one locality is that most of the world. In other words, just because in Bavel, 
they, they, they ate, it doesn't mean it's considered a food elsewhere. But Tanya, we learned... Quiet it down a little bit. Uh, we learn like this. By the time we learn, hapul beans, vasora, and barley, vatilson fenugreek, shazar and liyarik. If you planted it to eat it in its green stage, in other words, as a as a plant, botadaitas kolatam. People normally plant that to eat in their fully grown aspect as seeds. Lafichah zaran zaran. Therefore, their seeds are chayev because the zara that's the, if you if there is these are chayev in meiser. The yark and potter, if they eat it in, in the leafy stage, when they're green, uh, you're potter, because even though you planted it to eat it like that, that's not how, how people normally eat it, eat it, right? So therefore, the zera is chai myself, vishalazar metchilakach. In other words, people plant them to get the zera out of there. And if, you, if, if that's what people normally do, even though you planted it for, uh, not for that purpose, uh, it doesn't make any difference. You have to go with the robe of the world. That's not the normal way to do things. Hashachlaim kress vagargir. It's also some sort of a plant. Shazarin liyarek. Misasarin If you plant the shechlaim, the gargir are eaten both ways, Rashi says. Nechabain zerabain yarek. They're eaten both in the seed form or in the greenish form. So he says, again, if you planted it, for for one liyarek masasun yarek vizera you plant you give meiser either way because it's eaten both ways zara lazera masasun zera viyarek even if you plant them for zera you also take meiser whether you use them in the seed form or in the yarek form but what do you see over here the concept of batal daitzets or kol adam says that it doesn't make any difference if your intention was this if that's not what most people do you go with most people so here too just because uh, in bubble they ate it and they didn't eat it anywhere else why would he allow it to be considered a food. Just in bubble was maybe a food, but and, and even in bubble maybe, since most of the world doesn't consider food, it shouldn't be considered a food, and you shouldn't be able to make an air. Says Kikam Rav, and Rav said you're allowed to. The dugnaisa, dugnaisa means like gan from Lash of Gan. The chaziz should go. It's 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 called garden chaziz, garden green greens that that everybody eats, right? That's what he was talking about. So that's a special kind of a, again a special kind of a plant. So he says zera gargir lemaichaziz. He said the gargir which is also uh, used for zera and for, uh, it's eaten in zera form and also eaten in the eric form. But what is that good form? What, how do they use those, uh, those seeds? The answer is that the, in the early generations when they didn't have pepper, they ground it up and they dipped their roasted meat into that. They used that as a dip, as like a pepper dip. So in other words, the seeds could be, uh, they're using the seed form to Rosera was tired, you know, he was tired in the yeshiva, the, the, he was, from his learning, he was learning, he was concentrating, and he got very tired. He says, you know what, I, I need a break, I'm going to sit in the doorway of the, of the, of the uh, Rav Yudah Barami's yeshiva. Omar, he said, when the rabbis come out of there, uh, I'll stand up, I'm too tired to learn right now, so I'll do something more maasi, I'll I'll wait outside, and when the rabbis come out, then I'll stand up for them, and I'll get schar for that because I'm too tired to learn. Nafak, also Yanuka, the Beirav. So a child came out, came out, and uh, came to him. Nafak, he came out, and he, and he approached uh, him. Omerlei, Maigamach Rav. What did your Rebbe teach you today, he said to the child. Omerlei, so Rav Zeyr said that to the child. Omerlei, we learned that Kashus hops are bar priyadama, and chaziz is shakalim bevaro. That's what he says, that the uh, hops, that's the bracha for barapidama, is for hops, and chaziz is shakal. Omer lei, So Rav Zeyr said to the kid, ad the other way around. 
Ibcha Mestavra. It's Mestavra that it's more likely the other way around. Maybe you're mixed up. Haime Arakamarbi. The Chaziz comes out of the ground, grows out of the ground. Therefore, it should be a Barpe Adama. Haime Avirakamarbi. And the, um, the hops grow on, on, on shrubs. They grow on shrubs. And apparently, they don't have any uh, roots in the ground. They grow out of the shrubs themselves. So it sort of seems like it grows out of, out of the air. Like we had with, you know, the command of the patriot and the command of the patriots, the, um, the mushrooms, things like that. They're considered, they don't actually stick into the ground with roots and they're considered to grow out of the air. So, so therefore, he says, the kashus grow out of the air and they should be a shackle. The hilchasa, the halachas like the inuka, the halachas like the child said, who had learned it in the yeshiva of Yudabarami, right? Ki inuka be'rav ma'itayma, hogmar piri v'halogmar piri. In the case of the kashus, it's considered the ripe fruit. It's considered fully ripened, the, the, the ripe vegetable, and therefore, you make a barapiyadama. Whereas the chaziz, as we said, is in its green form. It's not ripe yet, and therefore you make a shakal. But he said, what do you mean? He had a good point of Zeri. He said, <coughs> one grows out of the ground, right? The case of the chaziz grows out of the ground. That should be a barapiyadama. The kashus grows out of the air. Says low, it's not true. Kashusnami Mavikarai, even you know, it grows on the shrubs, right, on the on the bushes, uh, uh, but still um, uh, the, the, it's not it does it still grows out of the ground, right? Mavikarabi, it's not true. Kashusnami Mavikarai also grows out of the ground, even grows on the shrubs, but it comes out of the ground originally. How the Kazina, you see the Kathleen Lahizma, when you cut down the shrub, when you cut down the shrub, the the uh, the, the thorny bush. Umaisi kashusa, the kshus also dies. In other words, so therefore you see that it doesn't just grow out of the air, it grows out of the ground. That's his, that's his proof. You could argue and say it grows out of the air when the shrub is attached to the ground, but that's how he says, since, since you see if you cut down the shrubs, the, uh, the, hops, the uh, hops also uh, die out, shows you that it has its, its nourishment from the ground. And the difference, therefore, is simply, is it a, is it a ripened fruit or not? Ripened fruit, you make a bar, put down others, you make a shackle. Now go back to what we started after two dots. He said, you don't make an air with chaziz. And we said, what about, <clears throat> we said, what about the cases where you do make it with chaziz? So that's a special kind of, uh, we said that's a special, uh, that's an exception. We're talking about a kind of chaziz, which is a garden variety, right? But, so it depends on the kind that it is. But he said, kefani's unripe dates. We said, also, you can't make an air with that. Right, it's not considered a food. Now we're going to get into that discussion about the dates. But funny is, by the time we learn core, Nikopakasamaiser, core is considered the palm heart. That's the, the soft uh, stuff base that grows around the tree. It's soft every year as it grows, as it starts out, and then it gets hard and it becomes like part of the trunk of the tree. So he says, when it's soft, you can use Kesamaiser Shane to buy it. They aim at but it's not considered really a food because it hardens up. But that's as far as the, as the palm heart. Ukfanios, the unripe dates, they from so you could use a Maisashani. Umetamus to Masoklan. It's considered a food. It, it's metami like a food. So <clears throat> that's really our kasha. So you see that uh, that unripe dates is considered a food. So how, why shouldn't you be able to make an air with them? Rabbiudomer, Rabbiuda adds on, he says, Kor it's like it's like a hard, it's like a hard tree. That's really what the Tanakama said too. It's not metami to Masoklan. How is he different? Tomorrow we'll deal with that. El Shnikovakasamiser. So he really says pretty much the same thing as the Tanakama. Nikach because of Meiser, and it's not, it's not considered a food. It's considered like a hard rock, like the bark of a tree. How does Rebuta differ than the Tanakama? The Gemara will deal with that later on. 
But meanwhile, let's look at the Kfanias that we were doing. Capri He also says that the Kfanias is like a fruit in all aspects. Elishab Turisman Miser. It's potter from Miser. Fine. When it comes to Miser, it's potter. But otherwise, right? Why is it potter? Because it's not really ripe. So you don't give Miser unless the food is ripe. Okay, I understand that. But the fact is, he says it's still considered a food, right? You can buy, you can use Miser Shani money to buy it. And it's Matamitumasochon said the Tanakama. And even Rabbiuta says it's like a Prilchamashman of Miser. So the point over there is that we see, according to both rabbis, really, the Kfanias are considered a fruit. And uh, therefore, you should be able to make an error with it. Why do we say? Why did Rav say you can't make an error with them? Says Hosam benischi. So first thing Mor's answer is Hosam benischi. There we're speaking about where you say it's that uh, that uh, uh, that you can use meiser kesef meiser sheni on it, and it's matamatam sochen. Are speaking about the ones from a male tree. I once uh, visited. Um, there's a place I forgot. It's outside Philadelphia. Uh, this gigantic bot- botanical garden. It's, it's, it's very big. It starts with an L. I forget the name. Some of you will remember it if you... Uh, I forgot what the name... Not... Uh, I forgot what it's called. But, huh? You remember? I don't remember what it's called. But anyways, it's gigantic botanical gardens. So I told them I have two gigantic palm trees in my garden. Everybody knows in the front of my house. One produces seeds and one doesn't. One gives off a tremendous amount of seeds. That's the male. The female doesn't. So I asked him, I said, I'll ask one of the Chachamim over there. Longwood what, Gardens. Huh? Longwood Gardens. Longwood Gardens, that's right. Longwood, Gardens. Longwood. I mix it up with Langhorn, which is also outside of Philadelphia, exactly. where, that, uh, where, where the uh, kids' uh, pl- the playground is, whatever it's called, you know, Sesame, Sesame Gardens. or Sesame, Sesame Place. Yeah, Sesame Place. That's Langhorn. This is Longwood Gardens. Anyway, we were there in the snow, but it's all enclosed in hothouses. It's an amazing place. So the guy explained to me that there's 3,000 different species of palm trees. Not 300, not 30, 3,000. So go figure. You have to understand these. Anyway, if you have to be a botanist to understand this, he says the male ones, they're, they're, uh, uh, the, the berries that they give off uh, never really ripen. So in the form that they give them off, they're already considered completed. They're considered ripe, even though they don't grow. They don't grow to be a sweet fruit. They're considered ripen, whereas the, uh, that's what Rashi says over here, that the nischni are the male ones, and therefore they tell me, but they tell me, they call them and they make these, and they never become, into, they never really ripen into full dates. Therefore, that's their Gemar Pri. They're already considered ripe, whereas the female ones, where the Kfanios that we said that you can't make an, you cannot make an air ones, those are the, those are the ones which are just unripe dates. They're not, they haven't matured. Therefore, you can't use those for they're not considered a food. If that's the case, why do we say they're When it comes to Shvias, in terms of Miser, and it's a Gemar, it's a Gemar in Shvias, in the Mission Shvias, the uh, unripe figs of Betyone, that place, Elinian Miser Bavad, right? Miser Bavad, meaning. That since they are complete in that state, they're chayv and meiser. Pagibitioni vahine de tovina and the unripe dates, the unripe figs of betione of betion, and the and the unripe dates of tovina, they're chayv and meiser because they are considered already fully grown. So why would he say if you say that we're speaking about uh, right unripe dates when he says that that um, that you're chayv and meiser and they're considered a food, etc. Uh, uh, that, that right, that you can rather you can buy Shani money with it. Uh, you can buy my, you can use Shani money to buy them. And the Matame Thomas uh, Ochlin 
why would he say? Uh, why would you say over here that you can't? Um, uh, that you can't. Uh, they're not chayven meiser. Uh, Rabbi says you're not in the chayvenos. If they're if they are fully ripe, because that's as ripe as they get in the case of these male uh, male berries, then they should be chayven meiser. As he says over there, the unripe figs of betyoni and the unripe uh, uh, dates of tamina. That's as far as they grow. They're chayven meiser. We're not talking about, we're going to forget about business about the male trees, and the, that's not the issue. The reason Thomas Ochlin, we say that they're matami, they're really not ripe, and they're really, they're not really considered a food. The reason why they're matami to Ochlin is because they could be made into a food. Since you can, you can, uh, you can improve them, sweeten them, with fire, in other words, when you put them on a barbecue, they can become sweet. Or the reason, there's over here this proof that you wanted to bring, that the metami to and you could get Maishashani money with it. Maishashani money is an Indian of Maishashani, as we learned before. It has to be pre, me, pre, etc. That's its reasoning. But metami to sounds it's a food. The answer is it's not really a food right now. You can't make an air. When it comes to an air, if it has to be something you can eat now on Shabbos. You're making a food, it's got to be a on Shabbos. That, so for that, you can't make an error because you can't eat it right now. The reason why you're why it's metami to Masochlin is because Rabbi Yochanan says any food which could be made into something which is edible has the, can, can become, uh, can become tummy, can become impure, right? Can become defiled as a, as a food, even though you can't eat it in its current state. Because you could fix it through fire, through uh, burning it or singeing it. Where did Rabbi Yochanan say that? Aha, in the following, the Tanya we learn, Shkedim Amorim. There's different kinds of almonds too, right? We know very little about, you know, fruits and vegetables and botany and farming and stuff, but there are different kinds of almonds. He says there's bitter almonds that turn, that turn bitter eventually, and there's sweet almonds. He says, Shkedim Amorim, the bitter almonds, Ketanim, when they are still unripe, when they're not fully grown, they're chayev in Meiser. Why? Because you can eat them now. They're not yet, they only become bitter when they're fully grown. Gedolim, once they're fully grown, they're pturin because you can't, uh, they're, they're too bitter. Metukim, if you find um, sweet almonds, gedolim chayavim, they're chayav meiser when they are fully grown because now they're ripe. Ketanim pturim, but when they're not ripe, then they're potter because they're not fully grown. Rab Shimon, Rab Yossi, Omer, Mishumavav, he says the name of his father, Rab Yossi, Zev Zelof, they're both potter, right? They're both potter, both kinds of almonds. Why? Because the bitter ones, right? The bitter ones, even though you, uh, even when they're younger, are potter because they're not ripe. And the and the um, and the sweet ones are potter when they are uh, small because they're also not ripe, even though they're going to become sweet eventually. So he says either way, even though the, even the bitter ones could, that could be eaten when they're small, but they're not considered ripe. So either way, you're potter. Amila, some say in both cases. The bitter ones when they're small because you could eat them right now, and the uh, and the uh, the sweet ones are chayiv uh, are chayiv when. When they when they when they ripen when they're old when they're when they're older, so uh, so he says the Tor Rashi explains Marum Bang Gedolim Bang Tanim Gedolim In other words, he says Zev Tor meaning the the bitter ones not not the sweet ones the sweet ones you're always chayiv means means this Zev Zelup Tor the 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 bitter ones whether they're sm- large or small not what I said before bitter ones when they're large or smaller potter when they're large they're no good because you can't eat them when they're small they're not considered ripe. So, but then Rabshim, that's what Shem Yossi says, says afterwards, he says the name of his father, they're both potter, like we just said, because they're both, because either they're unripe or they can't be eaten. And some say, 
you're chayiv in both cases, meaning in case you're, you're chayiv in both cases because eventually you can eat them right now when they're, when they're soft, and later on they're considered a food because they are ripe, even though they're bitter at that point. But the, what do you, Amr Avila, now, so what does that have to do with us, all this discussion about the almonds? Amr Avilah, he says in the name, Amr Avilah, Amr Avihuda, Hora, Reb Chanina, Betziparu, Kedivya, Amr Zevzel, Tor, they're both, Lomand, Amr Zevzel, Chiv, Lomai Chazi, but wait a minute, the one who says they're both chayev, whether they are uh, whether they are large or small, I understand when they're small because you can eat them, but when they're large, what are they roy for? Or even though they are bitter now, but you can improve them and sweeten them through the fire. So we see over here, that's what he means. When he's explaining, when he says, meaning whether they're small or large, the bitter almonds are chayev. When they're small, they're chayev because you can eat them. When they're large, they're chayev even though you can't eat them right now, but you could sweeten them. So that's the idea. That's where we get the Rabbi Elchanan's idea, this idea of Rabbi Elchanan, that since you can fix them and improve them through fire, therefore you're chayv in Meiser, even though it's not a food right now. But for, for Erev, you need a food that you can eat right now in Shabbos, and if it's bitter, you can't eat it. Omer Mar, uh, we say like this, Omer Mar, Rabbi says, Omer Kuare, okay, it's, we said, remember, we, we said, didn't Rabbi really say, he says that the core, or the core, it's called the palm heart, is like, like a rock, it's it's like hard, like wood. The choldvarov, and therefore he says, therefore it's not mitame tumas ochlin. Rabbi says kara reukes the choldvarov elish nikah kesef masheni. It fits into the rule if master kesef masheni you can use it for that. But it's like a it's it's hard as a rock, and therefore it's not mitame tumas ochlin. So that's the same as Tanakama. Tanakama also said you can use masheni money on it, but it's not mitame tumas ochlin, meaning it's not a food. If you overboiled it or fried it, okay? Because Tanakama's mashma, you know, if you overboiled it or tagna, you could make it into a food. Whereas uh, Rabbi says, listen, it's wood. It's hard as a rock. It's wood. You can't, no food at all. Will anybody say anything that you overboil or you fry and, you know, it could be turned into a food? But Tanya learned how, or even hide or shill your placenta, or shisholku. Even hide, which is normally not only a food, if you boiled it, overboiled it, the placenta is really like meat. If you just have to think about it, metamatomasochon. So what do you see? Even even hide is considered a food if you overboiled it. So no, here too, in the the palm heart, uh, he says it's like wood. It's not really like wood. If you boiled it and you, it's edible, would be considered food. So how can you say that's the machlokas here? Ela Maravi kibenayu bracha. The question is, what bracha do you make on it? Ditmar kor rabiudam baripiyadama. What do you what bracha do you make on that? It's not really a fruit, and it's not really tree. It's not really a hard tree. It's in between, right? It's soft at the beginning, then it turns hard. So Rabbiuda says you make a barpiyadama because it's uh, grows from a tree. Shmuel says you make a shakal. Rabbiuda uchlu, it's a food. It just turns hard later on. Shmuel says shakal mivaro, keeping yourself like since it's gonna turn hard later on. You don't make a bracha on a priyadama. You don't make a bracha on something which is going to turn hard and no longer be a fruit. Shmuel said to Rabbi Shinna, smart kid, I hold like you. In other words, I, I, not that I hold like you, I say that you make a shakal. But you're probably right. It's, the logic says it's like you that you make a barpiyadama. Well, look, why? That's, look at rashes. Yourself, actually, they're going to turn hard later on. And you make a barpiyadama, even though they're going to turn hard later on too. So therefore, this is probably also a food, even though it's going to turn later on. So maybe you're, maybe this far you're right. Filoi, but that's not the case. So no, not the ancient diet of Pugla. People plant radishes 
Amanas to eat it when it's soft stage. You're not going to eat it when it turns real hard. But nobody plants a tree with a mind to eat the Korah. Their mind is to grow the fruits from there, not to eat the Korah that grows around the trunk of the tree. Even though Shmuel praised Rabbi Yehuda and said, look at, the, look at the radish as an example of something which turns hard and still you make a brach on it right now. Like we explained, because people plant radishes and manas to eat them when they're in a soft state. But people don't plant the tree to eat the kura. And therefore, the kura is not considered really a food because it's going to turn into like a hard bark. And therefore, if you eat it, you just make a shackle. You're not, it's not considered, it's a food. You can eat it, but it's not, you don't make a bar pet on it. Guvar, my beautiful Rob. Yeah. Just on that topic, I think that the OU is brought, that Rabelsky Paskin, we do our dhamma on it today because they grow these trees specifically for that. Uh, if, yes. if, if they grow it for that purpose. But he says here, right. here he says nobody does it for that. So again, they didn't do right. it. They, today, maybe, again, today it, the rules could be different because you look at what Rover, the, Rover, what people planted for, what Rover the world does with that. So he said, Rabbi Rav said that the Cheshos, we, we originally said, Rav said that that you don't make a, uh, you can't make an error with the chaziz. Then we said, we have a, we have a steer there because Rabbi Rav said that you do make an error with it. We explained that the chaziz that you make an error on is the dugnaisa, the top word of this page, which was that it's a garden variety of the of these uh, uh, vegetable greens. So how much? Now we said, we're going to say later on that in order to make an Arab, you have to have enough for two meals, right? How much, how much uh, hops do you need for two meals? Just a handful. Rav Yechiel is going to say in a minute that Kamaliyad by some other item, he says, also you need a handful. So how much of these greens, the garden variety uh, of greens that you could uh, make an Arab with, how much do you need? Enough for a farmer's bundle. However, the farmers, they used to have a standard that would make a bundle. Enough for a farmer's bundle, that would be enough for two meals. You make an air with a kali. What's kali? Rashi says that it's the stalk of a kind of a plant that's hard as a rock. Very, very hard. Others, the orach on the side brings down there that it's the ashes after they take these... Um, this plant, this kind of a gra- of grass or, or an herb, and they burn it, and you can make an air with the ashes. Says the Gemara, but Whether it's the stalk that Rashi learns hard as a rock, or the ashes, that's not a food. Yeah, how can you how can you eat that? How can you say you can make an air with that? It's got to be something which is a food. Even maybe one person can, eat another one could. But if it's ashes, whether it's ashes or a hard or a hard stalk, nobody can eat that. Elabiyarka de Kalya. You mean the herb of the kalya? I mean, as of that, when it's in its green form and you can eat it, then, uh, then that you can make it. Kama, how much you use there? There, Rav Yechiel, that was where Rav Yechiel said his line. Rav Yechiel come lay out a handful. Rav Yimur Nafukukarais. Rav Yimur went out to these small villages, right? Uh, to, you know, to to darshan to see what Liros was. He wanted to understand. You know, sometimes you can't understand what's going on until you actually see this stuff, right? Like you can't learn chula unless you actually uh, you can't become a shochet or a uh, you know, understand the rules until you actually put your hands on it. You got to uh, not just the X's and the O's. You got to be able to, you know, to put the ball in the net. So you had to be able to understand what the plants were like. But I mean, they asked him this question: Can you can you use pull Can you use uh, soft beans? Can you make an error? He didn't know. He also he came to the base medrash. They told him You could make an error with soft beans. How much? Like Rav Chiel said, when it came to the green herbs, 
right, to the green herbs of the Kalya, he said also uh, the handful. You can make an air with raw beets. If you have raw beets, it kills a man who's alive. A person who's alive, raw beets will kill you. So here, the ones that kill you are the kind that's only partially cooked. If it's raw, it's okay. Partially cooked is not good. Some say it's the other way around. You cannot use, you cannot make an air with uh, raw beets, because raw beets are the ones that kill you. That raw beets kill people who are alive. So you see people eat them and they don't die. That's where it's partially cooked. Where it's partially cooked, it's okay. So there's a shaila, partially cooked beans, beets, or uh, or raw beets, which is the bad one for you, which is the good one for, good one for you. Personally, I stay away from all beets because I'm not sure which one is, uh, which one, if it's the raw one or is it the one that's partially cooked. Therefore, I don't eat beets and I hate borscht. Okay, have a good day, everybody. Shavua tov to everybody. Yeah, sure. Beautiful. Yeah, sure. 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 Sure.